Um, welcome to the podcast of A Couple With, and today we, this is episode one, um, and today's podcast we are going to be having a couple with Rashida. Uh, <laughs> Rashida is a um, personal trainer, but she's also an advocate for body positivity and all different shapes and sizes of women and getting women into the gym really as well. She's also part of the um, New Nudes uh, campaign, which is all about um, your underwear, which matches your skin color. And it's also uses real women on their website as well. So welcome, Rashida. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> You're very welcome. It's lovely to speak to you. So we've known each other going back a little bit, actually, because we used to work together yeah. ages ago. Like, were you like, not, oh, I can't remember, I was on the jewellery section and you were, were you I like was the, in the handbag section, the mulberries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. It was a good time, actually. It was, it was nice working there, actually. I really enjoyed it. But it was, it, that's how long we've uh, kind of known each other. But um, yeah, once we were allowed to go out and have a job. Remember those days? You remember yeah. those days we left the house? <laughs> you were like to the house and speak to people face to face yeah lovely but um actually to be honest um during the quarantine I went up to oh I went to Wilco's and um instead of the supermarkets I couldn't get what I needed toiletry wise I felt like I was in somewhere that I shouldn't be like they queue, you had to queue outside of Wilco's and then you had to like tell the lady what you were going in for so like, are you, are you going in for general stuff? What are you, you know, are you coming for a browse? What is it that you're out here for? And I'm like, just need some wax strips. <laughs> <I was like, laughs> it's like on Netflix with those zombie apocalypse films, isn't it? For anyone that isn't from England, Wilco's is like an English store where you buy essentials, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so true. <laughs> like um all right then uh wax strips just sort of looked at me and i was like well that's what i need like i, I can't <laughs> morrison's like i can't i just can't i can't get them at the supermarket because the supermarkets are just looted so i was like but I, felt, I would just felt like i was in somewhere where i shouldn't be at all <laughs> like you know like you're just like oh my god and like it's just everywhere else is closed so you're just like okay but you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> right as yourself so obviously we've known each other a while but tell us a little bit about your journey so you started off as a law graduate yes <laughs> and now you're a P personal trainer yes and also the a prospective wellness um like is it bodybuilding? Yes, yeah. bodybuilding. The minute you say bodybuilding to women, they think you're talking about looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, so we no. need to talk about that a little bit to not freak people out. <laughs> so do you want to start from like how you got to where you are and where it all started? Sure. So just to do on a summary, when I was younger, I, I was very much struggling with my weight and I love junk food. I love chocolate, cake, biscuits, anything. I used to run downstairs at midnight, raid the cupboards. My mum didn't notice, found ways to hide the wrappers and stuff so she wouldn't know I'd eaten it. Um, and basically throughout school, I was always bigger. So I relied on being funny. I'm saying that because I might not be funny to everyone, but I relied on being funny. I relied on music anything that wasn't related to food or looks um anyways so then i went to university where i met you newcastle um with a pound for a treble vodka back then yeah. that was uh, that was uh, not great on the diet um, yeah 
then I ended up moving back because I'm from Yorkshire originally and moved then from Newcastle back to London and it's there that I really started to living away from home not at university living on cup of soups and pot noodles I really started to understand and want to understand about nutrition and to try and get my body into the best shape possible because I'd hated my skin for so long like really just hated it so in London, I started going to classes like hit classes, Tabata, anything. Body pump is how I started weights actually when I was around right. 22. So anyone yeah. that wants to start, I always suggest classes because you have a teacher, you have someone to motivate you. It's a great way to start, and it's it's sort of someone to be accountable to because that's what we'll talk about later. The yeah. gym and fitness and eating, it's always good to have someone to be accountable to. Motivation does not last forever. You no. have to then create a routine. So yeah. I started then, then I really started to lose the weight. This is like 2013. Um, yeah. started to lose weight. I think I lost around three or four stone over a yeah. course of like yeah. a year. And yeah. that was it's simply, the yeah, in it was sore. And I remember looking on your Instagram thinking, whoa, like, oh, thank you. Just insane. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. And <laughs> from there all my friends that I started training with were into bodybuilding that's Mm -hmm. how I got the idea for bodybuilding and it's for me it's a bit of a different goal and I'm still working to it but for me the idea of being able to control what I eat to get a Mm -hmm. shape that is universally acknowledged as being the fittest physique ever is is my motivation because that means I could do anything it's a very internal motivation for me for that yeah 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 that was a massive massively shortened version yeah <laughs> god sorry no not at all no because like the thing is like uh, like you say with bodybuilding a lot of the time people are like oh my god it's all about muscular and stuff but actually if people were to go onto your instagram which i'll link down below um do. is, yeah absolutely um is that actually your shape is not like that at all no. it's not it's not the manly where they think that you know women have to take testosterone or anything like that it's not like that um but your shape is very like it's very curvy yes and i think to get on stage and bodybuilding stage you do have to massively get rid of your fat um and you have to go to a very lower percentage but you're only really like that the week before the show and on stage so people i think look at amazing athletes like angela borges who is the wellness world champion and get freaked out but you don't yeah. look like that the whole time. And I don't see that anymore. I don't see a hard physique. I see someone that spent years perfecting their art and like sacrificing the whole time. Yeah. Whenever I look at someone like a fitness model, that's amazing. I don't yeah. think of their body then. I think of the struggle and the sacrifice it's taken to get there, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think like, for, so when did you make that transition to like, what was it that made the transition to think, actually, do you know what? I'm not going to go into law. I'm not going to go into that. I'm going to go into personal training. My mum always says to me that I spread myself too thin and I like to have lots of balls in the air at all <laughs> one time. So if I'm not doing law, if I did law full time, if I did music full time, if I did fitness full time, I think I'd get bored. So I like yeah. to be stretched. So law right, I did as a career and I still have an office job now. Um, Mm -hmm. It's an office manager position. But I think the switch came when I started to see my body change. I genuinely thought I'd never see my body change. And then people kept asking me all the time, ladies in particular, how are you doing it? What are you doing? And I started to want to learn more about how I was doing it, why our bodies react the way it does. All these 
I'm going to just go for the massive diet giants here. It's a huge industry of, you know, lies basically and how you yeah. lose weight and carbs mm -hmm. being bad. And I wanted mm -hmm. to learn enough myself to be able to help other women because helping yeah. one woman is enough for me. Like I love to yeah. help women. Yeah. And that's it actually, because going back to where you're saying like carbs are really bad for you. So like when I was getting married, I got a personal trainer myself and she put me on quite a high carb diet and a high protein diet, but low fat. And I was like, what? I was like, I am never going to lose anything on this. I was like, you must be having a laugh. In a year, I lost a stone and a half. And the well goal done. was only a stone. Thank you. And it was a stone and a half. And I got into the size that I wanted for my wedding. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. The that like actually from starting at the beginning when she gave me that plan, I was like, no. I was like, this person must be having a laugh. A high carb, like all these carbs. I can eat all these carbs. Like what? And I didn't get it, but it was it was going back. So actually what you're saying, like when you see all these funny daddy diets and women yo-yoing and starving themselves to get like a particular style, it's not sustainable, I don't think. No. And I think women are putting a lot of pressure on themselves to look like models, to look like all these people that say keto is amazing, that say carb cutting is amazing. And yeah. in actual fact, to not get too scientific about it, because I'm not a scientist, <laughs> when your, your body needs energy, it goes to carbs straight away. Yeah. The only thing I ever do with my carbs is cycle them, which means in my terms, it would be on leg days at the gym, they're very heavy, um, yeah. and it would be slightly more carbs, those leg days, than the rest of the days. That's all I do with carbs. It, mm. It's all about using them the way your body needs them. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Makes sense, yeah. So like you're quite, um, so like you're, you're now a qualified personal trainer and you actually yeah. do personal training sessions with your own clients as well as yeah. a local to you. So yeah. like, how do you feel? Like, is there a lot of um, stereotypes when it comes to yourself being a personal trainer? So like I said, again, if someone was to go onto your Instagram and like, not in a rude way, but like don't have the same physique as what a stereotypical personal trainer is portrayed to have yes. Did, yes. you know put quite a lot on social media do you get quite a lot of comments about that you know what it's the opposite to what you'd think it is I think I was talking to my um I left Nuffield I worked at Nuffield before and right. I'm in the transition of moving to Gymbox which is okay. a really fashionable London gym but anyway so I, my, I was talking to my manager about this and we were talking about how I think that PTs if you're bigger than the average you don't get as many clients and people will not approach you because they think you, you can't practice what you preach right. and I don't think the people that I've met anyway haven't put me in that unhealthy bracket I'm saying yeah. this because it's all about what you know as a personal trainer it's not about what you look like however if you're buying a product you have to understand that some people might look at you and think well how do you know you don't look yeah. anything like but in actual fact, women have felt more comfortable approaching me because of my physique. A lot yeah. of my clients say to me, you're not shredded, you're curvy, you're healthy. And they actually love that. They absolutely want to train with someone they feel more comfortable with. So mm. it was the opposite. And I think I never, and I don't really have an issue with confidence. If someone doesn't think I can train, if a man says that to me, I'll just say, okay, I'll lift heavier than you later. Just, yeah. <laughs> you know, you just got to take the yeah. attitude. I, people will naturally gravitate towards you if you're for them and if they don't that's fine too you know yeah yeah and how do you yeah. deal with that on the social media level i think i've never had negative touch words <laughs> the table's made out of wood yay 
I haven't had negative comments. And if I do, you just have to try and filter them out. Like your shape is not going to be for everybody. And Mm -hmm. I'm not preaching to everybody. If I can just get one person's attention that needs me, that's all I need. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of advice would you give to girls who get worried about going into the weight section? Because I know that you, your videos are really, really good because you have like short, sharp, snappy videos of you doing weight training in a weight area, uh, yeah. not just corner somewhere, but in the actual like weight section with all the rest of the guys. Like what sort of thing would you say to girls who are still, and it's still quite common, even though the fitness industry is massive, it's still really common for girls to get really nervous about going into like a weight area. With, of course, um, with always not knowing what they're doing, or even if they do know what they're doing, just the the whole you know being in the weights area can be really, really overwhelming. It can be a little bit scary at some points, and sometimes it, it can't. It's not necessarily the most welcoming of places either. So, what kind of no. advice would you give to those types of women? I think you always need a personal trainer for an initial session at least. Just in that gym, have them show you around so you feel comfortable. Even if you have a plan from online that's free, read it, get them to show you the machine so you know where you're going. And honestly, 90% of the time, people aren't paying attention to you. And if they are, they're checking you out or (laughs) being men want to tell you what to do. So there's been a lot of times where I'm... I clearly know what to do when I'm training because I've done it for years. Yeah. Even men to me will come and take my headphone off and tell me how to do an exercise. Oh just my. Thank you. <laughs> you just no. have to kind of ignore it and think, I'm in this gym for me. This is yeah. a 30-minute, 45-hour session for me. I'm doing it for yeah. myself. And honestly, people aren't paying attention to you, really. They're in their own head. I put yeah. a massive pair of headphones on, music yeah. I love. And so yeah. now it's my happy place. But mm-hmm. I would say if you see women in the weight section, talk to them, say, hey, how are you? I'm new. I'm worried. And women tend to be very supportive of that. Right. And even as a PT, I would say to women, if you ever need anything, come to me because yeah. I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. But it's yeah. getting used to something and having a routine when you're in there to not feel lost. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Going back to what you just said about a, a guy pulling your headphone off just to say, tell you like how to do a particular exercise. Uh, one of my friends actually said to me, so she was like, oh, she was squatting. She's at the um, uh, at the um, squat, uh, doing her squats, right? So she's got Squat a weight. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I was trying to say words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was at the squat rack, and um, and she'd like racked up and everything. And some guy came and took a plate off of her bar. I know, like, uh, how I just is that. Like, she's, like this really angers me because it, it, it's, it's, but this is, this is what women get. This is the worst thing, isn't it? Like, so, so you go to the gym and I said to my friend, I was like, you what? And she was like, yeah, he turned around. He says, well, you're not going to, you're not going to be needing that, are you? And, uh, and like, and like, she, she's really fit as well. Like, so she can like squat like nearly like, like a hundred K. She's really, really fit. And um, I was like, oh my God. So she managed to get it off him because she was like, no, give that back. Uh, put it back and then like did some squats with the with the 100k on and like sort of basically told the guy and it was a bit of like yeah. sticking a two fingers off him but I just thought do you know what like where do you get like this is the reason why it's so difficult sometimes for certain people who don't have the confidence to get into the gym and yeah. like do a workout or try and become and that's I think that's where like it's really difficult for people's mental health as well. So if you've got people like, behaving in that sort of way in the gym, it's really tough. It's really, really tough. 
So I think people like yourself uh, are really, really important. Um, like your videos are really important. The message that you put out is really important to share, say like, no, this is how you, this is how you train. This is what you need yeah. to do. These are some videos, have a little look at them. You know, you can always like balance your phone on one of the machines and watch what you're doing to make sure that they're doing it in the right way. Exactly. Um, if, and if I am going to put more content out there, which is more um, explanatory. So longer sessions where people can do them at home. It's just yeah. finding the time for that content. Oh, I just yes. think that's why I think online you can get great YouTube videos on weights and mm. things like that. And honestly, body weight is a huge thing you can use. Yes. You have this body, you can use it for so many things. Like most women I train can't do press ups. That's an amazing yeah. way to do the strength. Yes, yeah. you just have to build to them eventually, you know? Yeah. And I think it's the engaging of the muscle that matters. So, my yeah. favorite exercise, I preach this all the time, are yeah. hip thrusts. So, you basically yeah. lie on the floor and you thrust your hips up to the ceiling. And it's that glute engagement at the top, which is the key thing. You see, so many people, I'll use a bicep curl because you can see my arms, doing this. You're not yeah. feeling it at all. Yes. A lot of people do that in, in, in the gym. It's yeah. all about slowing the movement down, getting that full engagement and contraction. And actually, what I think it's like, I'm gonna get the um, maths isn't my forte, but I no. think for every pound of muscle you have, you burn 50 extra calories a day. So this right. thing about women being big and looking bulky, it can't happen. We can't get like that without extreme weight training and extreme diet changes. Weight yeah. training is nothing but amazing, especially because women are getting older. Like my mum, I hope she doesn't mind me saying, but she got diagnosed with osteoporosis a while back. Right. And right. back in her day, weight training wasn't a thing. And it's yeah. so important for us women to weight train because it reduces that risk phenomenal amounts. So it, it really is important to get that message. It's true. Because like, I've read loads of places where it says, like, especially when you're a woman over a certain age, like weight training is so good for your bones. It's so, so good, good for your bones. And I think, you know... Uh, it's 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 something like you know I, i'll still try try to do a press up I'm not very good at it but i'll still try <laughs> yeah. you'll get that all you've got to do is like bring your knees closer to your arms and then work backwards you know right. there's ways to do everything yeah definitely i'll be watching your videos again <laughs> <laughs> the other thing i want to discuss with you actually is um miss curvaceous uk um yes. that uh, we're involved in tell us a little bit about that and how you got involved in it so I think I saw an advertisement online for it and I just thought to myself, oh, why not? I was going through a bit of a slump and thought to myself, you know what? This could be another platform to show women that anyone can be, be confident in their skin. Yeah. And um, I went to an audition in Birmingham last, not last December, the December before last, and mm -hmm. ended up getting through to the semi-final. Yeah. And it was such a positive experience that like we had a big group of girls in London, we had four weekends where we just practiced model walking and everything. And there's yeah. such nice girls and such positive messages were spread every yeah. single week. And it was just yeah. great. And the final was in September and it was on, on a big stage, really positive vibes, really loud music, really colorful costumes. And it was mm. just something great to be part of. Yeah. And is that how you then got to be a part of New Nudes? Or is that something else? Yes, Nanude is um, a girl oh, from Miss Pictures. I was just going to say, do you want to start by telling us what it actually is, like new news yeah. and like that? So I'm probably not as much qualified as my friend who got me into yeah. this, Shan. <laughs> She's amazing, Shan Springer. But um, okay. I'm saying this name. Anyway, but um, <laughs> Joanna is a beautiful Colombian lady, and mm -hmm. she basically. Um, 
she read that in the dictionary, nude was defined as a milky beige pinky colour. And she was like, right. well, it it's for every skin tone. Like what? So she decided yeah. to make a brand based on that so that every woman of every colour, ethnicity could get nude underwear. So right. one of the girls in the Miss Curvaceous final works with Joanna and she basically got us in touch with her to use her and use us in, in the campaign. So that mm -hmm. was a really, that was through Miss Curvaceous, but not, it was indirect. But it was a very positive message. And just yeah. every skin tone, every shade, nothing but positivity. So I love being part of that. Yeah, because you're on their website. So you're in the yeah. banner. The palest one. <laughs> yeah. I could go yeah. over here. I'm sorry, but I was so, I was like, no, that's so good. Because it was real women that was on the front of that. And that are modelling the, the underwear as well. So all of that is real women. Like, they're not, they're not all like tones. They're not all like, you know, they're all, they're just all themselves and individual in their and own baseball. way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's so positive because I think the other thing is like, when you look at personal training or if you look at like, you know, doing the modeling even for for new nudes for example it's always a certain type of woman or a certain type always. of look and i think a lot of that is unachievable it's not achievable at all um i think women forget that they can't just look a lot of um girls come to me and say i want jlo's body or i want your shape or i want a victoria's secret body sometimes genetics won't allow for it and that yeah. isn't the definition of beauty you know Mm -hmm. I personally think J-Lo is the hottest person on the planet. Yeah, just <laughs> She's always, but, she's like, you know, <laughs> girl crush. Like, I just yeah. love her so much, always have. And I, I was like, I loved, I loved Amber Rose, all yeah. these people that had those shapes. Yeah. And I remember my dad, when I was very young, he, um, he used to call me Poppet. And he bought me J-Lo's first CD and said, look, Poppet, someone that has your shape. And she's gorgeous. Yeah. Because I remember back then there wasn't anyone in the white community anyway. No, and white. I, yeah. I was that because obviously when we first met, going back years and years and years ago, um, yeah. like your shape is very, very uh, uh, not. You, you wouldn't say it's a typical white woman shape. I know that sounds like okay. such a derogatory term to use, but do you know what I mean? Like that's it's not, it's, yeah. Oh, and I know that you did get like when you know on nights out and stuff after our conversation things that you did get some comments and things about the way that you are because you you know you have an and I'm gonna say it, you have an amazing backside. Oh you, have a, <laughs> <laughs> so you do though because like do you know what the thing is back then when we were younger how many times was it like people used to be like oh my god it's so big and now people pay to have that they do. People, that and I, I think was in the states for a while and i found yeah. that the states was very different um women will just come up and touch it because they think it's surgical and they tend really? to just i love america by the way yeah that's it and i remember having those conversations with you ages ago and you used to be like oh well, it's just that that's just how it is and that's why i think it's so important to like to showcase the different shapes that women can have no matter what your background like it doesn't matter what your background is it's so important for you to love the way that you look um like for me for example like i'm of an indian background and i'm i would some people would say that i'm quite a, a lot of indian women are always quite slim they're always right. quite slim and i'm yeah. i'm just not i'm not I'm, i have a much stronger build 
I have a, a bigger build than um, than most people, and you know, and that causes an issue and things. And I just think, do you know what? No, I like the way I am. I like. Do the you way get I comments am. about that? Do you get the? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, and like you get it yeah. mainly from your own community. Yeah, it's not. Which is so weird. Yeah. It's a weird. And also, I was speaking to my friend about this. I feel like apple shapes or any shape that isn't pear aren't as celebrated, which is also wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I think that because my mum is apple shaped. Um, so yeah. I'm not shaped like anyone in my family. It's a weird thing. I think yeah. I'm some sort of genetic anomaly somewhere. Um, well, anyways, but <laughs> somewhere down the line. But um, yeah. she's more apple shaped. And I find that that body is still beautiful. You know, mm -hmm. you're not going to then get a pear shape automatically, but you can make your apple shape the best it can be. You know, Absolutely. just like the pear can make it the best it can be. Mm -hmm. yeah, I just think that pear is in fashion, isn't it, right now? So true. Yeah. So, absolutely. Because it, it, do you not think that it goes through phases? So if you look at the media and what's on the cover of a magazine or, or wherever, or even in social media or anything like that, it's, it is, it goes through phases of what is acceptable. It's a bit like your eyebrows. Do you remember the time when eyebrows you used to, some people used to pluck them till they were literally like a line. Yes. 100%. And do you remember trouser skirts? Well, you yes. had to wear like a skirt over it, things like that. And it's like, these things do change over time. And, I think, and it's such a weird thing to say, but I think it's a similar thing for bodies. And I'd, I'd love it if people would understand and listen to this podcast and understand that actually everybody is different. And you Everyone, should just... Everything shapes beautiful. Absolutely. And I think like when you look at the media and if you look at like going back and looking at eyebrows and trouser, trouser skirts and all that sort of thing, how like it's, it's a it's a fashion thing that media portray i think like social media magazines you know tiktok wherever you're you know you're getting your youtube wherever you're getting your media from it is like a fashion so do you know what in the next six months once we come out of isolation <laughs> it'll be if we ever do yeah. <laughs> i didn't just say that <laughs> but it's like there'll be a different different sort of shape altogether that people will be like oh well you know this is what i did and it'll be a completely different shape that's celebrated. So I think like it's really important for people like yourself to continue portraying yourselves in every part of you, in every which way, and doing your videos to showcase that actually, no, you can still, like, doesn't matter. Just keep going. I think the biggest message I would want to convey in my fitness journey and health journey, I know what it's like to hate your physique. I know what it's like to have that guilt cycle of, well, I'm so far away off my weight. I'm binge eating. I'm not eating. What's yeah. the point? Let me just eat this whole packet of biscuits right now. And I just wanted to speak to those people that hopefully are watching this to say yeah. it's a journey. It's the little things you do every day that count. It's not the glory of revealing yeah. your bikini body. Absolutely. It's every day, the hard yeah. monotony of it that you'll be yeah. celebrating. Yeah. And would you say like by going to get involved in things like Curvaceous UK, um, just as an example, because what you did, would you say that that would be something that you would promote because it will help with confidence or something? A thousand percent. If we ever can go there from quarantine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I found that the workshops, there was no negativity. All the girls right. were so positive. And we've actually, we've got a group chat and um, all the finalist girls on, Inst on Instagram and WhatsApp. And we've actually just done a video now of um, Girls Night Out in Quarantine. I've just, oh, just posted on this video. But all this group is, is positivity. Like we were sending each other the videos from it and everyone was like, oh my God, you look amazing to everybody. Yeah. 
yeah, it's just yeah. I never realized a group of girls could be not bitchy at all because yeah. I think women we're harder on ourselves than men are men can say what they want but it's because we allow them to say it and I don't want this video to be man hating because it's not there's amazing yeah. men out there it's just yeah. um I think women we need to not put each other down we need to empower each other because yeah. there's enough things going on with like you know men let, yeah. let alone as attacking each other we don't need yeah. to do that so I think like, so how would you, how do people then get involved in things like Miss Curvaceous UK or get involved in your PT and stuff like that? Sure. So Miss Curvaceous have a um, Instagram page and mm -hmm. you just basically apply to audition. And I think the auditions are actually open, but I okay. would even type in things like Google, like um, Gurk, Gurvy, I can't even speak, um, Curvy workshops, everything yeah. like that, um, positivity, body confidence, yeah. things like that. And PT with myself, um, on my Instagram page, Rashida underscore Lucinda, it's spelt like Richeda. I feel like everyone thinks my name's Richeda, and it's, it's just not. I, I love cheese, but I'm not named after cheese. Although my parents did meet in a cheese aisle. Anyway, in Morrison's at the cheese aisle. Anyway, but you, I, I do online sessions and online training yeah. plans because I really right. think it's, I even have a coach. I like, I need to have to have someone to be accountable to. But honestly, it's just making that first step and it's getting the knowledge about what your body's doing and being less hard on yourself. Your body's yeah. an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. So have you got Definitely. So have you got any other campaigns coming up? And you said, you, we touched upon it a moment ago, so like, as we're in quarantine, you can't really do too much. But like, no. what, what sort of things are you going to do to continue your fitness journey whilst in quarantine and to support others and your audience? Sure. So all my clients were doing online PT sessions at the moment. So cool. that's literally like this, but I'm literally training you over the phone, which works really well, actually. Oh, you, don't right. really, you don't actually need any equipment either. Um, right. In terms of my own fitness, I do 10,000 steps a day. I get out of that house, 10,000 steps. The police don't stop you, by the way, if you're by yourself. Yeah, okay. I was just going to say, have but, you been yeah, no, if you're allowed to do a walk a day, <laughs> and I do like 30 minutes cardio. I'll do insanity or something like that. And then I have a kettlebell and a resistance band and I do weights for half an hour. I'm going to be putting more content out there. I'm going to try and make the videos longer. Um, so I basically have page by page what you do and the rep yeah. speed and everything like that. I will get more content out there because I want you guys to be able to use my content from the comfort of your own home. And it's yeah. just having the time to do it. <laughs> Good. But in, oh, in terms so of, um, oh, sorry. In terms no, of no. online campaigns, there's nothing specific at the moment. I think yeah, it's yeah. just trying to wait till we get out the other side. But bodybuilding will happen, and yeah. whenever that all those competitions reopen again, stage will happen. So yeah, that's, that's the next battle. I'll be there with my banner, like, come on! <laughs> Can't wait for that. Oh my god! Maybe you should just bring like a cheese board or something. Yeah. I'll be like, this is what you can get at the end. Come on. <laughs> Do it for the cheese. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Right. So at the end of all podcasts, I'll be asking um, everybody um, to answer this question. And I think it's a really good one to end on because it's a bit of positivity. It's a bit of reflection as well. So, yeah, sure. uh, so, so the question is, looking back on your journey to where you are now, what words of wisdom would you give your younger self and why? Oh, you hit me with that right at the end. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it is a good one, but a good thing to end on. Yeah. You know what I would say? The language you use, I would tell this to myself, be careful with the language you use. You end up reflecting 
on the language you use and you make yourself believe it. So if I said to myself, Rashida, I'm a binge eater constantly, my behavior every day then reflects that. If you mm -hmm. change your behavior to Rashida, you will, not even you will, Rashida, you are beautiful and just positive affirmations day in, day out. Just stop making a joke of yourself to yourself. That's the words yeah. of advice I give. Because honestly, it all starts in here. Oh my gosh, I sounded so cheesy then. I sounded <laughs> like one of those life coaches then, didn't I? No, but it's great. It's really, really good. It's, it's really good. That's kind of what I would say. So like, uh, I, would, I would absolutely, because I, I think affirmations are amazing. I think yeah, affirmations I mean. are amazing. But that's like a completely different thing. But I just want to say thank you so much. Oh, but of course, it was an honor being here. Thanks for inviting me. Really enjoyed every minute of it. Thank you for listening to the A Cuppa With podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please like the episode, subscribe, leave a comment and share. Your support means the world. See you next time.